You're listening to Unraveling Rachel. This podcast is all about this journey that we call life and how we can live it more authentically so that it sucks less and feels better. Sounds good, huh? Hello there, my friends. Welcome to the first birthday episode of Unraveling Rachel. That's right. This podcast has been out there in the world now for exactly one year as of today. I posted the first episode to iTunes, to Facebook, to my Instagram, and shared it with you all on December 17th of 2018. Now, the podcast had been an idea to me for a while before that. Uh, several years, actually. Let's see, we're going into 2020. And I can remember thinking of doing a podcast back when I was at my corporate job at General Atomics in um, 2013, 2014. And I left that job in 2015. And over that time, I the idea of what Unraveling Rachel would be changed a lot. And when I finally put it out there last year in 2018, I had this idea of what it would be. And it's changed a lot since then, obviously, because a lot has happened in life since then. When I decided to start the podcast and finally put it out there to take that idea that had been living within me for so long and make it a reality, I thought that the podcast would be about me sharing my story, but also sharing a lot more of what I know in the form of teaching it and also in interviews with people who had influenced me and taught me things in my life. Now, in actually getting the podcast out there and in figuring out what it takes to produce a podcast and how that fits into my life with the things that I needed to do, that hasn't really happened. And I'm okay with that. I'm actually really okay with that. And there's a, a an old me that would not have been because I, I would see it as a failure. But instead, I see it as part of the process, part of evolution, and really truly part of unraveling, which is what this is all about. This this unraveling idea is about growth and about stepping into who I really am and who I'm meant to be. And that is not something that could that I could have defined from where I was at any time in the past, really. I think it's something that I can help shape. I can set myself up for certain things, but life has a way of guiding us to the place that we are meant to be. At least that's how I feel about where I am right now. And as you know, if you've been listening, a lot of stuff has happened in this last year that I could not have predicted that nobody could have predicted. And it's brought me to where I am. And I am grateful for that. 
So this podcast episode is in celebration and it's totally off the cuff. It is just going to be a little bit of an update about where I'm at and some of my thoughts on the podcast, how it's unfolded and how I foresee it unfolding. It's a life update. It's a podcast update and it is really... I want to share with you my journey in getting this work out because I think it's something that many people can identify with. I recently had an experience where I went to see a a woman about a burnt orange vintage chair. I mentioned this in my Instagram and I haven't really explained it yet and I'm not going to dive entirely into it right now, but I'm just going to mention a little bit. I went to see her about this chair and we had an amazing connection, really, really fascinating. Um, and I that, that connection I owe to me just being honest with where I'm at. And again, I'll get into that later. But She sent me a message later saying that um, me doing this podcast reminds her of Seth Godin's idea of shipping honest work. And to be honest, I was not familiar really with Seth Godin uh, until she mentioned that. Well, actually, I'm still not really familiar with him. I just Googled that concept. I mean, I knew who he was, and I think I'm even subscribed to his email list, but I get so many emails, it's kind of overwhelming. I should really, that's one of my things in the new year is to declutter my inbox. But anyway, I looked into this idea of of shipping honest work, and it really spoke to me about my journey with this podcast and the journey that I'm still in, in getting an episode out every time. And that's that when we have these creative ideas and these endeavors that we want to do, there's like this voice in our head that's always saying like, Ooh, ooh, I don't know if you should do that. I don't know. That could be dangerous. Um, What if it's not good enough? What if you're not ready yet? And I definitely faced that in launching this podcast a year ago. That's why it sat in my brain for so long. Um, And, finally getting it out felt so good to do. And over this last year, every time I do an episode, there's a little bit of that happening within me. Even every time I sit down to record an episode, there's this voice of like, uh, are you really ready to record on that? Do you have everything that you want to say? What if you miss something? And what if it's not good enough? Getting past that voice is is a thing. I don't know if it's a a challenge. I don't even really know how I do it. I'm figuring that out. And I think that there's evidence in that by how often I've been releasing episodes and how I haven't gotten to the point of doing some of the things that I would like to do for the podcast, like interviewing people And uh, I I have an idea of like having series of podcasts that um, are about uh, a certain topic and broken down into more digestible chunks. In fact, uh, that is what I want to do for um, the, the 
sobriety, sober curious kind of stuff that I mentioned back in the October episode. I've been working on that and I have all these ideas written down, but I find myself getting so in depth with them that um, the perfectionism is coming in and the, ooh, like what if I'm missing something and is that enough and do I have it all? And all of this planning, planning, planning is actually keeping me from just sitting down and doing. That is part of the reason that when I realized today was the first birthday of the podcast, I decided, you know what? I don't have anything planned, but I'm just going to sit down and record and let whatever comes through come through. I don't have to have a plan for everything. And that is actually part of the unraveling. It, it's just letting it come through and, and doing it and not getting stuck in my head about it. And I want to share in as much transparency as I think is responsible for my own emotional well-being and yeah, for my own emotional well-being and yours, like with proper boundaries, I want to share what this unraveling really looks like and what it feels like. And lately, it's been feeling a little bit like I'm stuck and like I need to move faster, like I don't have enough time to do all the things that I want to do. In some ways, there's truth to that because there are things that are happening in my life right now that do take precedence over working on the podcast and sitting down and recording, like work. Work is important. Taking care of my health is important. But also there's an element, I think, of uh, uh, the perfectionism in there because I can really make the time to sit down and record a 20-minute episode for you and just be transparent and sharing and say, hey, this is what's going on. Or, hey, this is what I've learned lately and I find it really helpful. And I like that idea of just being more in the flow of things. So anyway, that that's kind of where I'm going now with this podcast or maybe where I've always been going, but I'm really just accepting it and here announcing it to you that I am going to my my goal for myself for this new year moving into 2020 is to do one episode a week where I just check in. And it could end up being a 10 minute episode. It could end up being an hour long episode, depending on what is going on in my life and what I feel is coming through. But it's going to be there and I'm going to do it. The reasons that I want to do that are, again, to just be transparent in this process and also to make a commitment to myself and do it and and make this commitment publicly and do it so that I can build more trust in myself to show up in this process. I also still intend to do the more planned episodes and interviews and that I'm I'm not really sure how it's going to show up yet because the reality is is that 
there really are only 24 hours in, in a day and I can get really good at time management and keeping promises to myself and examining, you know, where I am dilly-dallying or avoiding or falling into anxious patterns and using busyness to avoid things that I want to do and to keep myself safe by not putting myself out there. Um, But there's only so much of that I can do. There's still only 24 hours and in the day and ultimately um, my health comes first and Um, I do have to work and I do have a social life and all of that. So I will probably share with you how I do those things and how I look at my life and try and fit these things in because I know that I'm not the only one out there who feels like there's not enough time to really do the things that I want to do in this life. I know that. I, I hear it from my boyfriend. I hear it from friends. I, there are very successful and smart, influential people who teach people how to do this and make a lot of money teaching people how to do this because people don't know how. <laughs> um, I actually have a coach who is helping me figure this out myself. And Unraveling Rachel, I the reason I started it like I said, was to share experience and share stories because that is what has helped me most. So my hope is that by sharing my experience through these things that um, other people will benefit. That's you. That's that's you, the listener, right now. And I want to thank you, the listener, for listening, for being here for everything that I've been going through, whether you've listened to one episode or all of the episodes, I appreciate that you spent some time with me and that you took that time for yourself to to listen and to, um, yeah, I appreciate you for taking time for yourself to do something that makes you feel good. Hopefully it felt good. And if it didn't, feel good. I I hope you didn't listen all the way because um, don't waste your time on things that don't feel good. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh, And this last year, this last year has been full of just unexpected things for me. I, when I started the podcast in December, I had no idea, obviously, that I was going to be diagnosed with a rare cancer in June. I had no idea that I would go through what I went through. And I, I'm grateful that I had started the podcast before that. I'm also really grateful to all the other things that I did in my life that nourished me before that, like my Vipassana, traveling to Australia on my own in June of 2018. And let's see, when did I do my Vipassana? I think, I think I went to Australia in June and did my, no, 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 no. I did my Vipassana in September of 2017 and then Australia in June of 2018. And, um, 
all, all the all the experiences I've had in camping and my music festivals and living with my partner and then living apart from my partner and working at Trader Joe's, I feel like all of those things like led me to this moment where it was almost safe for my body to go through what it needed to go through to process what was happening physically. I I was at a job where I had insurance. I was in a mindset place where I could breathe through physical discomfort, where I could see the ever-flowing, ever-changing nature of sensations in the body and everything around me. I was in a place where I could be vulnerable with people. I mean, I put this podcast out there and I shared things about my life that, you know, maybe we don't talk about in the everyday. And I, I put it out there for everyone to know about me. And there was a time in my life where I, I would not have wanted anybody to know that, like, I grew up in the type of family that I grew up in and or that I had feelings of insecurity like I had to be strong and and not need anyone and when when I got sick I was okay with needing people and I had to need people I had to let that be a part of my journey it's kind of crazy there are some things that I've been reflecting upon that I feel like in some way, uh, I don't know. See, this is what happens when, when I don't plan what I'm going to say. Sometimes I start saying things. I'm like, Oh, like, do I want to share that now? Am I going to sound like a weirdo and whatever? Uh, but I'll say it anyway. So looking back in some of the things that happened in my life and stuff from my childhood, thoughts that I had, I it just fits so perfectly into where I'm at right now and kind of creepy. And sometimes I wonder, like, did my soul somehow know that this was going to happen? Or did the things that I read and thought back then create this? I don't know. And um, you have, you obviously don't know either because you're probably like, what the F is she talking about? Um, And I'm talking about, when I was a kid, I read these books. I don't know if I mentioned this before. Maybe I read these books by Lurlene McDaniel and they were all about kids who had cancer and like the community that they found and how it made them significant and um, the love that, that they felt um, because they felt isolated for having cancer and then they found like these people who supported them and went to cancer camps and blah 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 Um, and I was really fascinated with it for some reason I read all of her books and they weren't all about kids with cancer some were about I think kids who had AIDS or diabetes all like chronic or terminal health problems though and the lives that they lived And now here I am, I find myself essentially, you know, one of those people who has a, a, not terminal, I'm not terminal, but I have a thing, this, I've had this cancer experience. And even though 
the tumor was removed in June and hopefully it's all gone. I'll find out in my scan on Wednesday that it is a part of my life forever now. I am forever changed by it physically, emotionally, the way that I show up in the world. And that's what happened with those those kids too. And I can't imagine what it would be like to have gone through this when I was a kid. Uh, I There's just so much, like I said, that has prepared me in my adult life that um, helped me manage this the way that I did. Um, but some of the things, some of those feelings are still the same. There's a feeling of um, a depth that it gives to life of, of how I want to live it, like a meaning and a purpose. When I was a kid, I also, this wasn't a Lurleen McDaniel book, but I forget who the author was. It was a, a woman who had uh, gotten HIV and decided to become a speaker, I think. Or maybe I'm making that up. Maybe that was just a, a thing that I thought about. No, I think she did. I think she she spoke on it and spoke on how, you know, uh, her choices led her to that that diagnosis and things she would do differently and how to handle it. And um, I don't remember exactly. But what I remember is when I read that book, I thought, if something like that ever happened to me, I would talk about it. I would use that experience. I would want other people to learn from me. I want to be like that. I want to, I would use it to help others because I couldn't just get sick or have something terrible happen to me and not make something of it. I had that thought when I was a teenager and I had that thought like when I was like a pre-teenager, I should say I had that thought. And then later, like when I was, I guess maybe my second year of college, I had mono and I was convinced I had like cancer or HIV or something because reading those things when you're a young kid kind of makes you a hypochondriac, I guess, or made me a hypochondriac. And I thought, oh my gosh, like what if I do? And I remember thinking, well, if I do, I'll make something of it. And now here I am, almost 20 years later from that point, and something's happened, and I've got to make something of it. When I started the podcast, I had already felt like I need to make something of this life. I need to make something of of all that I've been through because I realized I've been through a lot, and I learned a lot, and I in living... In realizing I was, that I was living a life that didn't really feel good and wasn't based on what I wanted and entering into that unraveling of realizing that I wanted to live a life as the person I'm meant to be, not the person everybody else thought I should be, I had decided to make something of my experience and, and use it, even though it wasn't like a huge life-changing experience like we think of, uh, you know, with cancer or some terminal illness. But I realized that my experience was really an experience a lot of people were having. 
So, so yeah, I, I started my, the podcast with that in mind and then this happened and I'm like, oh my gosh, now I really have to do this. I really have to make something of what's happened in my experience and everything that I've learned because even, even if people who listen can't identify with going through what I've went through, there's something, there's something in it and it's motivation for me. So I'm like sitting in my closet recording and I'm like, how did I, how did I get here? I, I'm just happy to be here. December 17th, one year after I started this podcast, going through what I went through and I have a renewed purpose and I'm figuring out what that looks like in sharing with you. And that probably looks like that definitely looks like sitting down and getting out at least one podcast a week and then getting these other things out to you as a, as I've said, and really allowing you to be a part of the process and to see what unraveling really looks like, that it isn't perfect, that things won't go as planned. But the key is to really keep doing it anyway. I thought that I would have had 52 episodes out to you by now. And instead, this is going to be like 16. That's not even like one every other week. That's barely one a month. I'm not going to do the math right now, but I'm still doing it and I'm still committed to, to connecting with you, to sharing my story with you. And I want to hear your stories too. That's something I want to bring into the podcast in this next year. And yeah, that's, that's the, that is, that is unraveling. Unraveling is messy. It isn't linear by any means and it it just it requires us showing up every day and just doing not letting life live us because I I used to feel like I was just doing I was just doing what I had to do I'm still there's a lot more intention to this there's a lot of of reflection. There's a lot of mindfulness and awareness, like looking at the fact that things weren't working the way that I thought they would. So how might they work and how can I be more intentional about that? The time management stuff has really um, been been important for me and helped me with that. Like I'm, I'm setting uh, a time on the a timer for my showers and I'm looking at how much time do I spend making coffee and how much time do I spend getting ready? How long does it take me to do the laundry? How long does it take me to sit down and record and actually produce a podcast? Because there's more that goes into it than just sitting down and recording. There's the editing, there's the posting, there's the social media, there's letting you guys know that it's out there. There's so much more to it. And there's also a lot of overhead that goes into even just setting up the time to record, which is why I was looking at 
doing more of like a batch recording, having a series of things. So I'd have that ready. I sit down, I record one episode, take a little break, have some water, record another, take a little break, have some water, and then like editing them all at once and setting them up to post. And that's great. But because it reduces like that amount of overhead time of getting my recording stuff set up and sitting down and doing it and getting into the flow of things. But it also requires a much larger chunk of time, which do I realistically have that? How often do I have that? Um, just a, a lot that goes into it. So it's awareness of all the moving pieces and 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 seeing how I can... I can just flow more easily into that intentionally, not just like ah, overwhelmingly doing it. Ugh, I don't even know if what I just said made sense. Okay, so I think that that is a sign that this episode is coming to an end. And I want to thank you for listening, for celebrating one year with me, for just for just being you, for having the, um, for having the courage to be you in whatever way that that is looking like for you, for taking the time to listen for you. And I'm excited to keep doing this. Even, you know what? I love, I love that you listen, whoever is hearing this right now, but I would still do this even if nobody listened. And that is how I know that this is really an authentic, like self-motivated thing for me. And it just is something that I need to do. And it, yeah, it fills me up. It just, it fills me up. It's not something that I'm doing to, because other people are going to externally validate m- validate this this project or me for it it just feels good for me and yeah that my my point in saying that is that I know that a lot of us have like ideas that we want to put out there and things that that we want to do um but sometimes it gets like kind of tainted by how we think we should do it you know or what is it going to do for me what is it going to you know bring in or whatever And uh, I think Liz Gilbert talks about this, that you can't put that kind of creative pressure on, on your projects. You can't put that kind of expectation on your creative projects. And if you're going to really do something, there has to be like this intrinsic, purposeful, meaningful motivation behind it. Otherwise, it's really hard to commit. And, uh, I obviously, I have that for this. That's why I'm still doing it a year later. And that's all. (laughs) Uh, The thing with these flowing ones is I ramble. All right. Until next time, lots of love to you all. Happy birthday, Unraveling Rachel. Yay to me for continuing to do it. I am so proud of myself. So, so, so proud of myself for starting it, for continuing to do it no matter what it has looked like and knowing that it's okay that like I'm in this this for the long haul and I'm really enjoying the journey and that's the most important part 
All right. Love y'all. Oh, hey, I forgot to mention, if you'd like to get in on more Unraveling, you can go and follow me at Unraveling Rachel. That's all one word on Instagram, Unraveling Rachel. And if you would please do me a big favor and as a birthday present to me, maybe go and subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating. That would be super duper awesome. I would totally do this even if nobody listened, but I also hope that somebody listens and it helps somebody because um, I think that that's why we're all here in the world in some way is to share our gifts and to help other people. So if you found it useful, share it with a friend, go leave a rating, a review. I would appreciate it so, so much. All right. Talk to you soon.